So this week on Homestyle, I am broadcasting from uh, from Natchitoches, Louisiana, and you are at work where we normally record. And that is because we had a hurricane headed our way, and so I packed up my girls and came north. Where y'all live in Crowley was a bit out of the way of where the storm's track was going to be. It ultimately shifted east, really impacting New Orleans and southeast Louisiana, but leaving most of Lafayette spared. So we didn't have too much to worry about. But I know my. don't know, but until you are in it or until it actually hits, that's one of the things we'll talk about today is just how it changes so quickly and how you can you, you have to kind of plan for multiple scenarios. Yeah, and I, I knew my girls were, were going to be very nervous riding another one out. We we rode out uh, one of the two major ones in our area last year, uh, and the other one we came up to Natchitoches to my parents' house. But it, it is a very scary thing to kind of ride through if it's actually impacting you. Welcome to Homestyle, the podcast from the Daily Advertiser that's all about life, family, and the stories they inspire. I'm Joe Cunningham. And I'm Lee Guidry. Looking for a recipe or instructions for our food and crafts? Join our Facebook group by searching for The Homestyle Podcast on Facebook and at HomestylePod on Instagram. Even when it's just off to your east and you're still getting the bands of heavy rain, the heavy wind and stuff like that, it can still be frightening if you have small children, if you have pets and things like that. So you really need to to take care to to be prepared for it. You know, ultimately, I had looked at the radar and looked at the trends and everything, and I'm, I'm the type of nerd who follows a bunch of different weather experts on social media. I saw you posting on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, and I was post I was sharing on Instagram because I know that a lot of people aren't so sharing those National Hurricane Center maps and things. People I people were actually like interacting with on on Instagram, and not and not just the usual prayers for y'all, but actually like got some messages saying thank you for posting that that sort of thing. And it was uh, just watching it. It looked like we weren't going to get near as much rain as originally thought when the storm was headed this way. So I, I felt comfortable not going out and getting sandbags, but. Yeah, I live right behind one of the major sandbag distribution areas, one of the major sand areas. So, you know, that was a consideration before we left on Saturday morning uh, to to get some sandbags and put them in front of the doors and things like that. And, uh, you know, that was one of the preparation things that, that we did. Also, we have a deep freeze in our garage. And if you lose power when you have a bunch of stuff in there, like we have basically half a freaking cow in there just from <laughs> – father-in-law having one slaughtered and giving us a ton of beef we'd have lost like hundreds of dollars of, of beef in there so we didn't want to do that we didn't want to lose that so you just take some heavy blankets and stuff like that and put that over the deep freeze to help insulate it and keep the cold air in if the power goes out and in, then in the inside freezer when you don't have a ton of stuff i know a good uh tip is to freeze water bottles ahead of time yeah. and put them in there so that then they serve as ice for a long time and then you have water you know yeah. if you lose power and you lose utilities 
Yeah. So those are all like little preparations you can make. You know, when it's a, a big one, you start talking about the plywood and the stuff over the, the windows and everything. And, and luckily, again, we didn't have to go that route. We didn't have to worry about that. And there's really not a whole lot of debris around, or things that become debris around our house. There's a, a couple of smaller oak trees in our backyard, just those little small one, decorative type ones that are put back there. Um, so that would be the only real threat. That would be the threat to my kitchen window and my bedroom window. Yeah, see, but. we've got the big trees, the big old oak trees that are beautiful until this time of year. And I remember last year, I don't remember if it was Laura or Delta, I believe it was Delta, and the, um, it a piece of our neighbor's tree, just a limb, fell over and it really just kissed the house, my house. It didn't break anything, it kind of might have bent a little thing, but it just kind of leaned on up against it. And one of the things that we see so often, and I think that people outside of Louisiana end up seeing from our um, from news coverage of, of hurricanes and disasters like this is people help. And that's what's so beautiful about stuff like this is like my family had evacuated last year. I was working it, so I'm exhausted. I'm working the, you know, covering the hurricane. And then I had gotten, you know, I had people from my church texting, hey, what's happened? I said, oh, well, there was just a tree kind of leaned up. There's a limb on our house, but it's fine. Uh, we're out of town. We'll get it when we get back. And when we, uh, while we were still out of town, we got a video of them chopping it up. And so they had not only gotten it off, they chopped it into small pieces and they brought it to the road so that we didn't have to do anything. So, because it, it had blocked our driveway, which was really the only, you know, other than it touching our house, like it was kind of inconvenient because we couldn't get in our driveway. So that was really special just to see people show up for you. And I think that as I'm getting ready to go out and cover more of what has happened since Ida, because thankfully, like you said, it didn't hit here. I'm going to be going east today to um, just hopefully show and share more of those stories, you know, where people are gathering together to make it through all of this. And you and I were talking about some tips about how to make it through. So we've talked about renting your house. I don't do a lot of renting the house. I feel like that's been my husband's job. He would bring yeah. a lot of the outside furniture or toys or things like that inside um and like we don't really have many pets anymore because uh we lost our our longtime dog over the you know summer this year because she was very old but um so it's really just the girls and eric i'm deciding they decided to stay um and the house was fine he said they even went outside during like when actual landfall was because they could feel the wind blowing and everything but they we were far enough away that it wasn't a thing i was not home for it i was driving home from a wedding that i was in in texas so a unique situation this time but we did want to go over some of those before things because this is just august man i mean we've got months left of this if last year taught us anything we had so many storms last year i remember covering delta in october so and we're just, as 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 we're recording this we we know of one maybe two other storms that are already forming we don't know where they're going yet so it's uh, coming handy later yeah so we talked about the before the during is also pretty important um you talked about the the good in people that that becomes evident during this the the not so good but hilarious in people are the video clips right now of people who run behind jim cantori in new orleans and are doing 
uh, and the the streaker on uh, Chapatulas in in New Orleans. There was there was a couple of videos of that one. So uh, I guess one of the big daring things is don't go outside to harass weathermen. Uh huh. Also, don't there. drive. And don't drive. There was one guy on YouTube who was just driving around Hammond with his phone out and he was just recording. So it looked like he was just broadcasting what was ahead of him live for hours. Yeah. Like if there is flooding, you're sending that water up into people's homes, whereas it might not actually reach that height. So if you don't need to be out, don't be out. People say this over and over again. They say, uh, turn around, don't drown. Like this is what first responders should be out. Yes. If you're going to be out, maybe go out in a boat, go out in a canoe, but like, do not, drive your truck to send yeah. water into people's homes so that's that's the kind of the obvious stuff and also i could not go without referencing the people doing cartwheels behind jim cantor which is apparently a thing now but That'd be awesome. uh, but one of the one of the things that you can do during the storm um you know couldn't uh, don't um turn turn your air conditioner off during that like you if you're expecting turn it off if you're expecting to lose power because when the power comes back on that can overload that can cause a problem so okay. if you turn it off when you, you a storm's right over you and you know you're about to lose power go ahead and turn the ac off and then when the power comes back on then you come back and turn the ac on that way you're not uh, your your AC system does not get messed up because that can happen. Um, a friend of my parents who actually works in the AC business was like, make sure that you do that because it will be a, a bad situation. So you make sure you do that. Um, like you said, go ahead and put the water bottles in the freezer. That can keep stuff in the inside freezer cold and keep you, uh, keep you with a supply of, of water as well. And uh, the charge other th- everything, charge your phones, charge, you know, get out your batteries for your um, and don't don't let the kids play with flashlights. Don't let the kids play with the yeah. flashlights. Because <laughs> they'll uh, run out the battery. Yeah, that that seems like a silly thing to say, but it does happen. Um, if you find the hurricane prep kit, or if the kids find it, they're like, ooh, flashlights, and they want to play and shine each other's faces. <laughs> so that's. Just some little tips on the during stuff. It's the after stuff, though, that I think is is probably the 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 very important stuff because you're sitting there, hopefully not in a flooded situation, but you're without power, mm-hmm. uh, and you're now having you're now in the aftermath of this. So what is it you need to do? I come from a family that owns an insurance company and I will say one of the, well, this actually goes to the before as well. Take pictures of everything that you own before. And then after the storm is hit and after things have died down, when you're without power and everything, take a picture of everything after that. So you can actually document the damages that you might've had during this storm. That was a big thing for us. When uh, Laura and Delta came through, we lost a ton of shingles on our roof so we had to make sure that we had pictures of everything showing where the damages were and all that. And, and thankfully, we got we got that fixed. Now, Graham, the, the roofing companies were so busy after Laura and Delta, we only just got our, roofs fi- our, our roof fixed right ahead of the next major storm, which made us super happy. <laughs> but, um, but make sure that, yeah, make sure you document everything. 
if it looks like it could be a flooding situation, take all of your important documents, any mm-hmm. uh, any any important documents, put them somewhere safe, uh, put them in a safe up high. Uh, we have ours uh, in a in a sealable plastic folder so that we can just grab that and bring it with us just in case, but also use a flood. Yeah, and if you evacuate, take them with you because you don't want to leave that there. But I have all of mine in a Ziploc bag, like a big Ziploc bag, and it stays that way all the time. Like even when I'm uh, looking for the kids' birth certificates to sign them up for pre-K like I was this year, I knew where it was because it was in the hurricane bag, you know? it's got our marriage license, our uh, all of our birth certificates, our social security cards, our passports, things like that that you don't want to have to go through the hassle of having to replace later. Because like if your house does flood or something you know ha- goes terribly wrong, do you want to add to that stress by having to replace your passport yeah. or your social security card? That sounds like no fun. So having all that with you, having enough medicine for like 14 days in case there is. Um, no electricity. I know last year my mom was without electricity for weeks um, after Laura and she stayed in different places. She stayed with one brother in Austin for one of my brothers in Austin for a while and then she came and stayed with me um, for a while because we had power and she takes a lot of medicines and she ran out. You know, she had to have it with her so that she could take it, but then she ran out. And so thankfully, she uses like a Walgreens or CVS that is just located everywhere. So we were able to get that. It's in the computer. So um, if you are, if you use for some reason a very niche um, pharmacy, I would try to get a copy of your prescription if you're going to need to um, have something for longer than that. Because right now they're projecting like Jefferson Parish might not have uh, power for about six weeks. I feel like last year for Laura, um, my mom didn't have power for four or five weeks. So that's a long time. You think you have enough medicine, but then like you don't, no one anticipates it being that long, it being yeah. a month or more. Um, we, you talked about the kids playing with the uh, the flashlights. Let's yeah. talk about kids in a hurricane situation with no power, especially kids today. Cause like we knew how to live without power because we didn't, mm-hmm. everything we did didn't depend on Wi-Fi. Yeah, we so it wasn't the the most advisable thing to do, but after I, I can't remember if it was Laura Delta that we evacuated for one of the two, but after the other one that we stayed for, mm-hmm. uh, we ended up um, we ended up just getting in the car and driving around for a couple reasons. One, we had we filled up the car with gas, so we were good there. But Chris and I could charge our phones in the car. Yeah. So we drove around. We were just we were just kind of looking at, at how rough things were in in and around our area, um, and it gave the girl it put the girls in the car. And and Josie, who used to be a very angry passenger, falls asleep in the car. So that that helps. Um, you know, if you if your area is under curfew, don't get out and drive during that or anything. But just in general, you know, keep in mind that that is an option to go in the car watch your phones and things like that and get some air conditioning or a lot of these tips apply also to when we had that winter storm i mean if the roads are ice don't drive but i know my brother 
who lives in Austin, they, you know, Texas did not fare well in that um, winter storm. And they would get, they didn't have power for about a week in their house and they would just go sit in the car with the heater on, you know, not for too long because they don't want, you know, carbon monoxide, but they would warm up and then head back in the house. So right now in August in Louisiana, it's going to get hot. So you could go, you know, get some air conditioning for a little bit, cool off and then go back in. Yeah. Listen to music, you know, some just it. It's a different uh, view, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, the other thing I will say is that if you've got, you know, during the daylight hours, you can open the windows and have windows, you know, board games and stuff like that, um, card games. Lots of Uno can be played with just some window light. Like, mm-hmm. and I would say even, I probably not Josie, but I know Marie has just learned how to play Uno. And if we keep it very basic, she's four and a half almost five she can do it and so if you have really little ones i would say uno or like Candyland or something but if you're older i mean if your kids are older you could probably play a lot of things yeah so that's an option here's here's the other thing it's not necessarily about the kids although the kids will enjoy it make sure ahead of a storm as and if you keep the, the supplies and stuff up high Get charcoal and stuff to light a fire with because you will still have to cook. And if you if you have an electric stove, uh, anything like that, you will still need a way to do that. So my grill is always at the ready yeah. uh, and the smoker is always at the ready uh, during a big storm or in the aftermath of a storm, just in case we have to, you know, cook our meals out there. And, and it's it's not very difficult. It's like, you know, just it's like a stove. It's like cooking over a wood fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just make sure that 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 you have the supplies that you're able to cook and preserve the food and, and smoking. Uh, if you do a long smoke on food, will preserve food very well. Um, if you want to even go the extra mile and use a smoker or a grill to dehydrate the stuff with a low heat. Mm-hmm. So you're actually preserving the food a lot more that that gets a little into the weeds of preparation, but it's still an, uh, something you can do. And, you know, only cook enough for what you need for a particular meal because you have no means of preserving it. You don't want to keep opening and closing a fridge or a freezer during all this. You want to be strategic about conserving the cold air that's inside your freezer and your refrigerator. You don't so, want to attract bugs. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Nasty food. There's already a billion flies in Karen Crow. You don't want more coming in during your house. Well, you mentioned charcoal. Our grill is on propane, so that would be an important thing to stock up on before, you know, like when you're getting your gas and everything for your car um, or whatever supplies, water you're buying for your house, get propane or or just know what your grill uses because that would be unfortunate. Um, Well, I think we've covered a lot of things. Uh, We want people to stay as safe as possible, Um, you know, evacuate if you need to, pay attention to local authorities and with whether it's about curfews or where the damage is and then also knowing where you can go help you know like maybe you're the person that can go uh with a chainsaw and take down someone's limb Mm -hmm. but just wait until it's safe and the the big thing that I, i i want everybody to take away from this here at the end is check in on the people that you know are in the in those areas last night i texted a friend who I was worried about him. Thankfully, he had he'd actually evacuated to Pensacola um, mm-hmm. 
because he had some friends over that way. Um, I've got some family in the New Orleans area. I have some family in the Baton Rouge area. And so thankfully, those family members have been keeping in touch. But, you know, in a storm affected area, reach out and just don't don't make them use all their phone battery or anything like that. But just reach out, say, hey, are you OK? Do you need anything? Because you never know how bad it could be for somebody in that position. Yeah, that can mean a lot to them. And then also, like, maybe, um, you know, phone signal is weird. Sometimes they can't reach you, but you can reach them with a text. And so that will, you could be a lifeline for somebody. Yeah, absolutely. So reach out to the folks. If you uh, say a prayer for the people in the Baton Rouge and New Orleans area, particularly the, the southeastern part of the state uh, along the coast and into New Orleans, but uh, all, all around southeast Louisiana, say a prayer for them and uh, find any of the charity groups that are working, American Red Cross, any of those that are, are going to be working to, to get supplies and resources to those people. And uh, if you want to find out any information on how to do that, you can reach out to us at Homestyle Pod on Instagram and Twitter, the Homestyle Podcast Facebook group, and we will talk to you guys again next week.